Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack straight on with today's stories. Now, our first story is going to come from a throwaway account. And I just want to say it does mention someone losing their husband due to COVID. So if you do want to skip it, please use the timestamps. If you feel like you want to, that's what they're there for. Thank you so much. And it's titled, Am I the arsehole for changing my baby's name despite promising my dead husband's family I'd name the child after him? I lost my husband due to COVID when I was about three months pregnant. Don't let it affect your judgment against me, though. After he died, my mother-in-law thought it would be a great idea to name the baby after him, if it was a boy, which I agreed with at the time because I was just so overwhelmed with emotion. She said it would be like he's still there in a way. When my son got here, even though I still wanted to honor him, I'm not so sure I wanted to name the baby after my husband. I feel like that's just sticking to the past and that my baby should be his own person. So I gave him a different name on his birth certificate. When I made the announcement on Facebook that baby Lucas had arrived, I started getting confused comments from my mother-in-law. She called me a few hours later, asking why I'd broken the promise. I told her my reasoning and that I just wanted to move on in a healthy way. That I felt like calling my husband's name when referring to my son would hurt me and make the process harder. Now, she didn't yell at me, but she did say how disrespectful it was to my husband to not include him in my son's life in some way. She also brought up the fact that I had not even told her or his extended family that I was changing my mind. I told her personally that I feel like I didn't need to and she was just my mother-in-law, not my husband. That's when she raised her voice. She said she'd been waiting all this time to meet her grandson and now she doesn't even want to see him. I said that was fine and hung up. I do feel bad that I didn't honor the promise but I feel like I don't owe her or anyone anything. Am I the arsehole? Again, please judge bluntly and honestly despite my loss. Edit, I did not go months without telling her I changed my mind as some of you are implying. I changed my mind a little bit after he was born. Now, I think this is one of those stories that could go all sorts of ways. And in this one, I was looking at like, you know, OP and mother-in-law both that they've lost someone that they hugely love. And also OP is dealing with pregnancy and hormones in all sorts of ways as well. Not making excuses for anyone, but it's a lot to deal with, isn't it? I can only imagine. And the way, you know, if everything happened in this story, the way it's worded here, it does sound like emotions have taken over and they're just throwing like jabs at each other in some ways. Especially towards the end where she said she'd been waiting all this time for to meet her grandson. Now she doesn't even want to meet him. Then OP says, oh, fine then, and hung up. And to me, I'm somewhere between like a no one's an arsehole here and an everyone sucks here. And I kind of want to say no one's an arsehole here just for the pure emotion that's involved at, the, at this moment with the grieving and the hormones and stuff. But as I said before, it's like no excuse as well. And that everyone sucks here, I kind of feel like, 
you know, the whole Facebook announcement without talking to her mother-in-law first about it, which then mother-in-law got upset about and approached you about it. But then coming out with like, you don't want to meet your grandson anymore feels like a bit of an asshole move as well. So that's why I was thinking about the everyone sucks here. As I said before, I feel like this is one that could go a couple of different ways. So I'll be interested to know your opinion on that one. And I gotta say, you know, that I never think my opinion is always correct. I get it wrong so many times. So I do value your opinions. And a lot of the time, you do change my opinions as well. So I'd love to hear them. But you will fear my laser face says gentle. Everyone sucks here. Not for naming your son something different, but for not reaching out to gently inform her. You would change your mind. Did you need to? No, but it would have been kind. You lost your husband and your baby's father. She lost her baby. I think a little kindness would have spared both of you some stress and pain. Many Life says no one's an arsehole here and I'm not going to call anyone an arsehole here. I'm so sorry for your loss though. I will tell you that I think your mother-in-law was wrong to try and influence your choice of name. And I think you were wrong to not let her know privately that you had changed your mind instead of letting her find out on Facebook. I hope she will change her mind about meeting her grandson. And when she does, I hope you will be kind. She loved her baby just like you love yours. And Source Traditional 660 says, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're the asshole for letting her find out via Facebook instead of telling her before delivery you changed your mind. Venom Vane says, Might be unpopular, but everyone sucks here. And not because you chose a different name. I feel like your husband's family is trying to treat your son as a replacement for your dead husband, and that's not fair to the child. But she is also grieving, and you, A, not telling her about your decision to name him something different, and B, telling her she's just your mother-in-law was probably extremely hurtful. Your child is also her son's child. She doesn't have the right to tell you what to name him, and you had no obligation to tell her about your decision. But it would have been the courteous thing to do. She's being an asshole in saying that she doesn't want to see her grandson, but she's probably just lashing out, and will get over it eventually. Simi Girl says you're the arsehole for by telling her this by a Facebook post. What the fuck? I'm sorry for your loss. I'm also sorry for her loss. She also lost her son. Normally I would say no one's an arsehole here for a situation like this because everyone is mourning still, but I think using social media to announce this was a bad move on your part. This is the sort of thing you should have talked to her about via a phone call or in person, not just leave her blindsided when she's also grieving. And one more from Cool Quiet 3843 who says, You're the asshole, Jesus Christ. This woman lost her child, and you made a promise to honor him in naming his child after him. You decided not to, and decide not to give her a warning or courtesy explanation. And then wonder why she's upset. You are not an asshole because you decided against a name, because I fully understand why it would have been painful for you. But you did owe the woman a conversation. For fuck's sake, have some empathy. She gave birth to your child's father, raised him, and loved him. Her pain and loss is on par, if not worse than yours. Again, you're not an asshole for changing your mind, but 100% an asshole for the callous disregard for a woman who suffered the greatest loss a human can suffer, the loss of a child. Shame on you. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Piss Truck, titled, Am I the Asshole for Asking My Sister and Brother-in-Law to Pay to Clean the Urine in My Truck? I-24 male have a truck and therefore am everyone's first contact if they need to move anything. I typically have reasons to get out of it, but this time, my sister, 27 female, needed help moving. She and her husband have my nephew too and are expecting twins next month, so bought a house about an hour away from their apartment. And they're trying to get settled before the babies are born. 
had plans but pushed them back so I could help them make two trips to the new house. My sister was packing things at the apartment and came with us on the second trip to the house. About 20 minutes away from the new house, my sister said we needed to pull over so she could use the bathroom. I let her know how close we were so she could hold it for a little longer. (laughs) Her husband demanded I pull into the nearest gas station, but we're about to pass it anyway, so again I said she could hold it for a bit. Well, she released a full bladder of piss all over the back of my truck. She couldn't get it all cleaned out when we got to the house, so I told her I want them to cover the rest of the cleanup. My brother-in-law lost that on me. They wouldn't pay for anything since I wouldn't pull over. My sister is a grown woman that I've known my whole life. She can hold it for 15 minutes. Now I have a truck full of piss and half my family isn't talking to me. Am I the arsehole for expecting an adult to be responsible for their own pee? And there's a couple of wee edits, which, you know, they should be covered after the comments because he's basically responding. And there's a little update on that as well. But dude, come on now. Come on now. Of course you're going to be the arsehole in this situation. I, I can't believe it when you got to the end there. You said like, you've known this grown woman your whole life. She could hold it for 15 minutes. Has she been pregnant with twins her whole life? <laughs> Come on now. You can't be that daft to not realize, you know, when a pregnant woman says you, they need to go to the toilet. They need to go to the toilet. Pull over, let her do a waz and go on your way. Not just tell her she needs to hold it. Oh man. But Jeff and Amy too says, you're the asshole, you're the asshole, you're the asshole, and one more, you're the asshole. Any grown adult knows that pregnant women, especially eight months pregnant, with twins, absolutely need to use the bathroom when they say they need to. Wow, I'm absolutely shocked at your idiocy and disregard for your sister. And for the record, I'm usually really understanding on these am I the asshole posts, but you have actually gotten me worked up over here. Kudos. The Endish says, you're the asshole. Source, eight months pregnant. When I say we need to stop somewhere, that means we need to stop somewhere and she's got twins. Know that I'm laughing at you and your stinky urine truck. (laughs) Edit, thank you kind strangers for the awards. Good on you to realize you're in the wrong. I appreciate someone who can apologize instead of doubling down. OP sister who now has access to the post. Good luck with the L&D and your little ones. And you can see what the update's going to (laughs) say. Johnny Passanda says, dude, you're a mansplaining pregnancy. You're the arsehole. Seliferous replies that saying like, do you know how painfully full your bladder has to be for the control function not to work as an adult? Because it's painful when it's that full. And the control really does hit a limit before your bladder finally goes into involuntary release. Adults have an involuntary release moment too. If a person pees themselves in a truck or publicly, it sure as shit isn't a choice. And holding it for 15 minutes while not one, but two babies are drop kicking your bladder, that's how the space it can be reduced already when it's full. That release moment comes a lot faster. And Blink says, you're the arsehole. Would it have killed you to pull over? Pregnancy can cause frequent, urgent restroom trips. Your sister has two ready babies pressing on her bladder. Sounds like she couldn't hold it. She's probably humiliated and upset. I doubt she wanted to see pee all over herself and your vehicle. And the little edits say, I just called and apologized. I'm paying for it. Edit two, I sent her the link to the post so she could enjoy my downfall. She's happier now. (laughs) And I do like it when someone turns around in an edit and says, you know, all right, I'm wrong guys. I'll pay for it and apologizes to the sister as well. So yeah, what do you guys make of this story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another one. And our next story comes from Ecologist Muted 1767 titled, Am I the Arsehole for Kicking Out My Roommate After She Used My Money to Pay Her Rent and Bills? 
earlier this year, I decided to move into a three bedroom apartment. I let a friend of a friend move in with a quick background check and job history. She seemed like a great person at first. We have lived together for five months now and she doesn't clean after herself and constantly eats our food. She hasn't cleaned since she moved in and has helped with groceries maybe six times. She also uses my products and clothes. Well, I happened to check my account online and saw all the money except $4 was left. I called the bank and told them there was a mistake. They said they will do an investigation and once they find everything, blah, blah, blah. They will have it in my account, but it will take 10 days from the starting date and we don't know when that'll be. Well, that money was for the bills and groceries. I have a nine-year-old child and I can't not feed my child. So when roommate got home, she had shopping bags. I told her what happened today and told her the police are also in on it since it was over 1K and I couldn't let that slide. She gets antsy and before long is asking how long before they know who it is and I said not long. Not an hour goes by and she comes in crying with my card in hand and says how terribly sorry she is but she needed things and I had the money before she did and how she was going to pay me back. I told her I was reporting her and was evicting her and to expect a notice to come. She called me cruel and a heartless bitch, but she stole from me and my child to where we don't have any groceries left as she loves to eat our things and not replace them. Am I the asshole for kicking her out or was I too harsh? And a couple of edits which will cover first, which says one of you suggested to look for other valuable things missing and I'll be damned if my late grandmother's ring is gone. Now I'm calling the police. I mean, I already was before this, but the one ring she knows not to touch is gone. The ring is worth over 20K alone. I don't know if she knows, but I never told her the value of it. This infuriates me. First you eat my food, take my clothes and my money, and then you take something worth more to me than money. And she's stupid. She knows that it is a definite rule breaker and no going back. I'm calling them now and I'm stressing so bad. Edit, I don't have an update yet. Some things have been said and caught among others, but I figured I would let you all know how I cried knowing this many people cared and I thank you all so much. I will update you all as soon as I'm able to. It shouldn't be but a couple of days. Thank you all again and please hang tight. I saw my notifications and got scared for a second and I'm sorry to the ones I haven't gotten to. Have a good night. Now it's one of the ones immediately coming into this when you read the title. You know it's not going to be an asshole, but I'm always interested in what happens and the audacity of people. So that's why I continue to read these stories. But yeah, it's a very simple one in that this person stole from you and they really wasn't worried until that you you said to them, you know, I've reported this and they will find the person soon. And then immediately comes out and says, oh, I've got your card. I'm really sorry. was going to pay you back. Bullshit. And then the edit just cements that, that you know, a ring that's worth $20,000 or pounds is missing now or whichever currency it may be. So absolutely, yeah, it would need to be reported before the ring and it definitely needs to be reported now and it sounds like they're going down that path. So we will keep an eye out for that update as well. But Wine Forever 28 says, not the asshole, and I feel like you know that already, lol. Her not having the money isn't your problem. She stole over $1,000 from you. Isn't that considered credit card theft? I'd press charges, honestly. It's not okay at all. OP replies to that saying, I already know she can't see her doctor and is off her meds, and this may be a symptom of everything going bad for her. I do feel for her as she was always nice, but messy. I get it. I was like that once, but my kid changed me. Honestly, says, not the asshole. She stole from you and left you unable to provide for your child. There is no way you could be the asshole in this situation. That being said, make sure you evict her the right way. I don't know your lease situation or the local laws, but for your own sake, make sure it is all above board just to avoid an unnecessary 
headache. Ash Ninetone says, not the asshole. She's been taking your things and effectively stole your money that you had for reasons. You're well within your rights to feel completely angry about that. If she was struggling to pay away, the least she could have done was to talk to you about her situation instead of taking without asking. Judgmental Panda says, not the asshole. Borrowing without asking is called stealing. You don't need to show courtesy to someone who decided to come clean after stealing from you. And one more from AP Gamer Wolf, who says, not the asshole. She stole from you plain and simple. So you should not only evict her, but you should also press charges. She stole from you, so she needs to deal with the consequences. So I take it, I'm not sure about the UK laws on this one, but in the US, it sounds like over $1,000, the police can get involved. What will happen? Do they get jail time or do they get bailed for this sort of for this sort of crime or what? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below on that one. And we move on to the next story. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And our next story comes from it's Stacey who says, am I the arsehole for canceling our wedding? Background, my partner, male 46, and I, female 31, have been together for eight years and have been engaged now for three. We had a big wedding planned pre-pandemic and understandably postponed it twice because of lockdown restrictions. After the second postponement, my father, male 55, passed away suddenly and we postponed again because I was broken. My dad's family fell out with us, me and sibling, when my dad died over funeral plans, inheritance issues. They basically wanted to ignore my dad my sibling, and my wishes to do what they want. So in terms of family, it is just me and my sibling now. Mum passed in 2014. My partner's family started hassling us about the wedding because restrictions are pretty much gone. Everyone in our circle is vaxxed and can travel. Partner's family from another country. My partner and I paid for and will pay for everything, so it's not like his family have a financial stake here. I'm really struggling with the idea of getting married without my dad or my family there. When our mum died, my brother and I both had severe depression and our dad, who just lost his wife, picked us up and carried us through. We were 22 and 24 at the time, so independent adults. I can't stress enough how incredible a man and father my dad was and how shattering losing him so young has been. A big attraction to the wedding for me was the dreams of, of him walking me down the aisle and making an embarrassing speech. I can't picture a big wedding without my dad. My partner is completely fine with waiting, so it's not an issue between us. Future mother-in-law and sister-in-law were on Zoom with us and brought up the wedding again, looking for an update on when we were having it. I shrugged and said we weren't thinking about that just yet. 
Sister-in-law exploded and said that it wasn't fair for me to hold my partner to ransom because of my daddy issues and that they deserved a wedding after spending so long in lockdown. Partner gently said he isn't being held to ransom and is fine with waiting. We've been together for eight years. A ring on the finger isn't a big deal. Mother-in-law said that if we didn't pick a date to hold the wedding next year in the next week, then she had no intention of coming and sister-in-law agreed. I removed myself from the situation and heard my partner arguing with them. My partner and I decided to cancel the wedding and we let everyone know by sending out cards. We lost a lot of money as most things have been paid for already. Mother and sister-in-law are furious and not speaking to either of us. It wasn't worth it to us to have a wedding with none of my family and his family being completely disrespectful to us. We plan to tie the knot privately at some point, but a big wedding is now completely off the cards. His family is sticking by mother-in-law and sister-in-law. Are we the arseholes? Edit, we're going to do it. We're going to have a small ceremony with just the kids. His kids, my stepkids, and my brother. Hopefully over the Halloween half-term break. Ugh, sister-in-law and mother-in-law in this one just made me absolutely sick. All it felt like it is, you know, they just wanted like a, a little getaway, a little party or whatever they want. And it was all about their needs in this rather than you two coming together and getting married. It was nothing to do with that. It's about all their wants and needs. And I don't blame you in the end, no, for canceling the wedding and doing it for yourselves because that's what it's really about in the end, the love between you two. Sure, it's nice when family gather and to share that love with you, but they're not in this case at all. Just look at them. I'm pointing right now. I'm pointing at them. <laughs> look at them. The entitlement from these people. Absolutely not the arsehole. And the whole thing, you know, when when sister-in-law said about your daddy issues, bloody hell. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have lost the plot then, I think. But Pixie Girl 128 says, not the arsehole. And I'm so glad that your partner stood up for you and was willing to argue with them for you. Edits, my original response was really into a work shift and just something I wanted to make sure you heard because I cannot reiterate enough how much not the arsehole you are. You've done absolutely nothing wrong in this situation. Losing family is tough. It's unbearable when you're incredibly close to that family. It feels like a piece of you is missing. And I hope that your mother-in-law and sister-in-law never feel what you're feeling because that's not the kind of pain anyone should experience. But I do hope that should they ever be in the same predicament that they get the treatment they deserve. I see too many stories here and all over the internet where significant others take sides of their family. And I'm just so happy to see this man love you so much that he's willing to stand his ground against his own family. Because that can be so incredibly tough for someone. The fact that he loves and supports you in this is so magical. And I truly wish you the best of joy together. And if and when you do feel ready to get married, I just know you'll find a way to make it special about you two the way it should be. Not about his mother-in-law and daughter-in-law the way they seem to want. Take your time to mourn and grieve your losses. They're unimaginable. And just know that regardless, I'm sure your parents will both be there in spirit at the very least and are always with you in your heart and memories. And that's a lovely comment. Spirit One says not the arsehole. Sounds like you and your partner are on the same page. He's sticking up for you, having your back, legitimizing how you feel. You guys are doing great. Drakia says, not the arsehole, a wedding is about the bride and groom, not about some entitled family members wanting to get a free vacation. Look after yourself and please think about getting professional grief counseling. Diet Coke is God says, not the arsehole and your fiance's entitled family can fuck so far off. And one more from Talibob who says, not the arsehole, your wedding is for you and your partner and you should have a wedding that will make the two of you happy. No one else's opinion matters and your in-laws are completely out of line. 
My deepest condolences for your loss and I'm so glad you have your partner to support you through this. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Put yourself in OP's shoes. How would you deal with something like that? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Skyhooks titled, Am I the asshole for using my savings to pay off my parents' mortgage and car? I've put away at least a little bit of money from every paycheck since I was a kid. I used most of it, 77K, to pay off all my parents' bills that they were committed to make monthly payments towards, which included their mortgage and my mum's car. Just to help them out, because my father got into a pretty serious accident and he might not be able to get back to work. At least not anytime soon. And my mum doesn't work, so someone had to do it. I figured it was my responsibility. My wife said I didn't owe them anything and they hadn't asked for help, so it didn't make sense to help them. But my dad would never accept outside help. He'd rather skate by on social security than do that. It's like if someone who can't swim jumped into a pool and then you see them start to sink. How are you going to wait for them to ask you before it's too late? My wife originally said fine, but I guess she didn't mean it because now she's saying that I did the wrong thing. Basically, every penny I gave my mum was made while my parents were letting me live with them. Over 80% of it was made then. We opened a savings slash retirement account 13 years ago together when we got married and have been putting money in there since. This was not from that. And we'll start off with Aaron Lalili who says, you're the asshole, you are married. You don't suddenly drain your savings and drop 77K without your partner's agreement. This is completely unacceptable behavior. Dunkel says, mild, you're the asshole. If you're married and have a family of your own, spending your entire savings on your parents is kind of messed up. Like, I get wanting to help your family and all, but doing so at the expense of risking your own family security is dodgy. Your parents are grown-ups. They can handle their own financial problems. You're right to want to help, but if I was your wife, I'd be pissed that you dropped 77K to do it too. After reading the questions and responses, you're the asshole big time. You have a kid and you just mortgaged her future to keep your parents afloat, even though they have other options. Your dad can be too proud all he wants, but what he should have said was, use that money for your daughter's education instead. And the only thing your mother should have discussed about this is how they can keep themselves above water without taking any of your life savings. Really, everyone sucks here except your poor wife. Quantum says, you're the asshole. Of course you're the asshole. When you marry someone, you join together. That's what marriage is. Big financial decisions like this need to be joint decisions. Mainmast Supiel says, you're the asshole. I'm kind of shocked that your mother was okay with this. I can see accepting some help to pay for some bills, but there is no way my folks would want me to spend all of my savings to help them. You say that you had to convince your wife, so it sounds like she really wasn't comfortable with the idea from the beginning. It's great that you're cool with work until you die, but what about your wife? What about your daughter? And one more from FGVK who says you're the asshole. Did you talk about helping your parents out or giving them 77k of your savings? Big difference between the two. And did she really agree or did you refuse to take no for an answer? Why not pay the mortgage monthly while your father recovered? Why pay off the whole thing? Sounds like you're prioritizing your parents over your family. Info, do you and your wife not have a mortgage and monthly payments to make? Do you have joint finances? Edit after reading OP's comments. They're not wealthy. Have joint finances and a daughter. It was incredibly short-sighted. What if OP or his wife couldn't work for a while or his daughter developed an illness? He's basically sacrificed his family's financial security to pay off his parents' mortgage. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? 
Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me today and getting involved in the channel. It means the absolute world. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. <clears throat> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.